0: I V M In last week's episode I told you I'd be talking about overthinking in this week's episode So here we are with another positively unlimited dose of positive action and we are countering overthinking with organized thinking today Overthinking usually is the same thought being repeated in different words It's full of what-ifs and hypothetical situations. The most important thing about breaking through this downward spiral is to stay in the present and only focus on that which you can do immediately. Well, let me talk about organized thinking for a moment too. It's about creating boxes and lists, knowing which part of your life is involved in the present situation and if any others will get affected. Organized thinking requires us to be clear about what we want in terms of outcomes, experiences and what we are willing to or not willing to do. Let's talk about to-do lists and how these are often what cause so much overthinking when actually it's supposed to be a tool to help organize our lives. Yes, that's the example I'm choosing today to help you figure out how to break through overthinking and move towards organized thinking. It can be so overwhelming to just stare at those to-do lists, knowing that things are just moving into a so-called pending list, right? That's because our to-do list is this big laundry list. It isn't a prioritized, focused list. Also, this to-do list isn't about what we want to accomplish. It eventually becomes a list of tiny, tiny actions that are just piling up. Call XYZ and the aunts and uncles of ABC. Email my boss, his boss, his boss's boss, and so on. Even if we do put deadlines, these are just a bunch of numbers and tasks that keep getting pushed. So what's the point of making this list? Well, I'm going to share two ways to create and tackle a to-do list. I'm hoping to share what organized thinking can look and feel like through this. Also, giving you guys a way to consciously practice organized thinking over overthinking. My first trick And the one I go to most is to work with a done list instead of a to-do list. Yes, that's right, a done list. So I hang on to that overthinking-causing laundry list of tasks. I keep it to one side, peeking into it every now and then, only to see if I need to add anything new to it or to make sure I didn't miss out on something that was more important and had to be done that day. On the other hand, I create a done list and I keep writing all the tasks that I have completed through the day. At the end of the day, I write a little note of insight or gratitude because that's what looking at that done list does for me. A done list is way more gratifying and can fill me with a sense of accomplishment, even in those tiny tasks of having finally emailed people or having made certain calls. I know that it has helped my clients ease away that anxious feeling caused by the to-do list of pending tasks. I mean, think about it. Think about seeing a very important piece of work But a very boring task, like raising invoices, neatly scribbled under the words done. So trick number one, work with a done list instead of a to-do list. The second system has two parts. First is to divide your to-do list into categories. Call, email, buy, work, friends, home, etc. About five to six boxes are good. Under call, you will put the names of whoever it is that you have to call. Under email, you will put the list of whoever it is that you have to email or the emails that you need to check and respond to. When it comes to work, you can put the bigger tasks like create the presentation, schedule the meeting, whatever's coming to mind. Maybe home and friends is a personal list, more about personal commitments. But don't go crazy dividing and subdividing this list. Just create big boxes, big buckets so that you know what you are staring at on that page. All tasks written in their respective boxes must then be rated in terms of priority. So a task that has to be completed today is obviously very high priority, while one that can be done at any point during the week could be medium to low in priority. The next part is to look at this list every day and create a daily list of things to do. Now here comes the fun part. This daily list must not have any more than three big tasks and three to four smaller ones. For example, calls can be bunched together as one small task while completing that presentation could be one of the big tasks. And even this daily list must be prioritized. What is the one task that you have to complete no matter what? And if you have to push something to tomorrow, which task would that be? You want to eventually stop pushing tasks or then choosing to put tasks that can be pushed in the list in the first place. This system also requires to have a sense of how much time each task will take and being realistic about how you manage your time. So if you know that you're going to take four hours to finish the presentation, don't put two hours as your deadline. There is no need to put pressure on yourself and there is no need to set yourself up for failure. And it is for this reason that I don't put appointments and meetings in my to-do list at all those are not tasks to be completed. Appointments and meetings are a completely separate list for me. My tasks have to be completed in the time that I have between these appointments and meetings. Creating detailed, prioritized to-do lists is a great way to train the mind to think and act in an organized manner. Try the system even when managing personal commitments and you'll find yourself feeling emotionally a lot more sorted too. For example, say you have... To go for dinner with one friend, you have to pick up someone's birthday gift and you have an event to attend for another friend. Think about where this goes in your task list in terms of what do you need to organize to make sure that you are there at all these three important moments of your personal life. Use a to-do list in a smart way. Know that you control it. The to-do list does not need to control your emotions. Remember the trick that I shared in the beginning about breaking through overthinking? Consciously choose to stay in the present, stick to the facts and only focus on what you can do immediately. So I hope this episode helps you have a very constructive week. I hope it helps you sift through the chaos of personal and professional commitments. But remember and know that there are many more such tips and tricks in the previous episodes. I hope you've been listening to those too. You can tune into them on ivmpodcast.com or you can download the IVM app too. And do tell me what obstacle I can help you overcome by talking about a positive action to counter it in one of my next episodes. You can leave me a message on Instagram. My handle is Positivity Angel.